Hi, I'm Bailey. And I'm Jocelyn. And this is the Bitch and Wine Podcast. Hello, welcome back. Um, we had a technical difficulty yesterday and we are recording this episode for the second time. Yeah. I love that. I love that for us. <laughs> you know, practice makes perfect, so it's okay. Yeah, what the hell? What the hell? In a couple of weeks, we won't have to worry about technical difficulties. Right, that's right, because we'll be together. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bailey, what are you drinking today? Okay, so actually, because <laughs> last night, I'll say this, last night I was drinking a barefoot bubbly pink Moscato, mm-hmm. um, but now that we're recording in the morning, I am drinking a chestnut praline latte from Starbucks made with eggnog. Mm. yeah that's it's tough i need to try some new good. shit from there i'm so like simple yeah okay so we have our holiday flavors out and i can say this now because we've done holiday launch even though i was kind of talking about it last week um so we have chestnut praline we have toasted white mocha we have uh caramel brulee and then eventually we're going to be coming out with irish cream I think is going to be a flavor. And then also there's always the peppermint mocha. Um, and just FYI, if you go to Starbucks and you like the peppermint mocha, they can make that year round. They always have peppermint and they always have mocha. You just have to ask. The only difference is you don't get the cute little like dark chocolate curls on the top. So um, the first time I ever took Devin to Starbucks um, ambulance. Um, I love that. <laughs> anyways the first time I ever took Devin to Starbucks I ordered us peppermint mochas he normally just gets whatever I get Mm -hmm. copier but um we went through and there was a guy that was working at the window and he hand we got like talls Mm -hmm. and we he handed us the talls and Devin was like um actually I I ordered a large I ordered a tall that's a large and I was like no honey that that's a tall it's a small And he was mm-hmm. like, that, that makes no sense. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. People come through all the time. And honestly, if you go through the drive-thru and you just say small, medium, and large, they're not going to get mad at you. Like, we don't expect everybody to know what our sizes are. But yeah. it, you would be surprised how many times people come through and think that they know what size they're getting. And then they get it. And they're like, oh, well, I ordered a large one. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, you definitely didn't. Sorry about you. <laughs> so Bye. what are we talking about today body body positivity yeah well first of all I'd like to start off with I totally got called out last night by my boyfriend um so we were laying in bed oh I didn't even say what I was drinking I'm drinking wine I'm drinking barefoot apple um wine because it's let's see 12 30 here so yeah you know know, just a little doing the most if it weren't for the fact that I have to work today I probably would have started drinking now yes but um so I totally got called out by my boyfriend last night we were laying in bed and like he does this thing where he'll like grab my stomach Mm -hmm. and like my stomach is like my biggest insecurity (laughs) and um he grabbed my stomach and I was like please don't touch it like it's ugly and he was like you just did a fucking episode on body positivity you need to love yourself and he he's a wrestler so he literally put me in a wrestling move and said you love what and I was like I love my stomach (laughs) (laughs) he's like say it again I I was like oh my gosh but honestly he gets so mad when I'm hard on myself 
And it's just yeah. something, you know, something I need to work on. But absolutely, I agree. So, and we're gonna get into how significant others impact our own like self-image and how we view our bodies. Yeah, definitely. In just a minute. Yeah. But first, what did you think body positivity was or what did you feel about your body in like middle school and high school? So I am very tall Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty, I'd say I'm pretty stout, pretty stout, but, um, I always was whenever I was in middle school and high school. I mean, middle school is more like I had like the baby fat Mm -hmm. and then (sighs) high school, I kind of slimmed down a little bit. I was exercising a lot. I was cute. I had a very cute figure, but still I was, I was so tall and I was bigger than all the girls that I hung out with. And I mean, a few of my friends, we had very similar body types, but like the majority of like the cheerleaders that I was around, they were so tiny. I could pick them up and throw them across the room. So it's not like I felt bad about myself, but I always wondered why I didn't look like them or Mm -hmm. why I couldn't wear some of the stuff that they were wearing. And it's not that I had boobs or anything. I had a big old butt and I was just tall. And so things fit me very differently than they fit my friends. Right. Um, but how about you? What are you? Yeah. So we said this last night, but I will say it again now. <laughs> um, so I was sexually abused whenever I was 12. Um, and that really impacted what I thought about my body and how I felt about my body going into middle school and high school. So I never wore anything that fit. Um, most of my clothes were hand-me-downs anyway for my cousins. And so I never had anything that was like actually my size really. So they fit, but they would always be like a little bit big or a little bit baggy. And I was content with that because I didn't want anyone to see or like acknowledge my body. I didn't even want to like know that it existed. Um, I was just happy to like be ignored for the most part. However, by the time that I made it to like junior and senior year of high school, I kind of started coming into my own. That was whenever I started going to counseling. Um, I did tell my parents about what had happened and everything like that. So I did get help. Um, I started going to counseling and that was, that was kind of whenever I started stepping into my own, wearing clothes that fit me more, starting to find my style, trying to figure out what I enjoyed, um, but still really struggled a lot with my body. Um, I exercised all the time and I felt like if I wasn't, um, skinny and like fit and super athletic that I wasn't deserving of love or like to be acknowledged. And part of that I put on myself, but also part of that was the relationship that I was in at the time. Um, so I started dating my high school boyfriend at the end of my junior year. I think that's right. My best friend's here. She would know. Um, But yeah, so I think that I started dating him at the end of my junior year and I felt like I had to fit his idea of what a girl should look like. So I always dressed in things that I thought that he would like and match the style of like, you know, what he would dress like kind of. So I mostly always wore like cowboy boots and jeans and t-shirts and things like that. And then now, um, my style is not like that at all. Like, I don't know the last time that I've worn boots. So 
it's just been a journey. Um, yeah, middle school and high school was not a fun time for me, body positivity wise for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. I feel like, um, like I know whenever I was in high school, you know, I had several boyfriends and, you know, it was, it was always a big deal. And I got made fun of often for having boyfriends. It's, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's such a weird standard with girls versus boys. And I hate that. And, um, whenever I was like 15, I think, I don't know if I was 15 or 16, cannot remember, but a boyfriend that I had, um, took advantage of me Mm -hmm. and, um, because of drinking. And that was the first time I'd ever been around drinking and he was my boyfriend, but he did something to me that I didn't want to happen yet. And, um, I, didn't really realize it at that time, um, how it affected me, how it affected my emotions and, you know, actually how terrible it was until I was older and I was looking back and I was like, you know, he probably shouldn't have done that to me. Yeah, that Um, definitely shouldn't have happened. Yeah. And like, it's so crazy how going to therapy will like unlock all this shit and like your therapist is like, um, yeah, actually that, that's not fair to you that was not he should not have touched you that way or yeah or treated you like that so um and I too I had a relationship I think we started dating whenever I was a junior too and it actually went into my adult life and we um lived together and I knew from the start that there were some red flags I knew we weren't compatible we come from two different you know places um Mm -hmm. he was much older than me and um I remember like I took him to visit some of my family and I was in this bathing suit and I was so tiny I that was probably the smallest I had ever been I was fit I was working out all the time I was so adorable I'm adorable now but you know like young cutesy you know so I was in a bathing suit and I had never really worn two pieces and I wore one. It was like shorts and then mm-hmm. like a top. And I was like, do I look fat in this bathing suit? And he was like, you don't look fat, but you look chunky. And Oof. right then and there, like, I should have been like, bye, bye. <laughs> like, I don't deserve this. Unfortunately, it took several other jabs at, uh, you know, getting ridiculed about my weight by him and mm-hmm. saying, terrible things to me to call my mom up and say hey bitch get me out of her like I'm ready to go and then healing from that you know like several months later I met Devin Mm -hmm. and I don't give a shit um that all that stuff was supposed to happen to me Mm -hmm. um to meet this miracle of a man that I'm with now yeah um we love yeah so like given all that given um your experience um that you had what do you think of yourself now when it comes to your body how do you love yourself now I I am so much different than I was then um I've been through a lot of counseling (laughs) um and I think we've talked about that before but I also I 
we really put on like the COVID 15, the COVID 20 at our house. Oh, uh, Lord. So, <laughs> yeah. So there was a lot of change and a lot of learning that I didn't have to be as small as I was whenever I was in middle school <laughs> to still love myself because I hadn't gained weight. I probably weighed like 120 in eighth grade and I always weighed 120. Like I never weighed more than that. Um, I went through a period of being really depressed and everything like that. I was really, really small and I would get compliments all the time because I was really small because I wasn't eating. (laughs) Um, And so it was just a, a bad mindset to be in. So then whenever I did gain weight and now I think I weigh 145, which is not a lot more, but still I weigh more. And, um, that was something that was challenging for me to accept because if I didn't look a certain way or weigh a certain weight, I thought that I wasn't, you know, as pretty, or I thought that I looked better at a different time or that I should love myself more if I could look like that. But Sebastian is also very supportive (laughs) and I know that he loves me and finds me attractive no matter what I weigh or what I look like. I mean, granted, if I was like huge and unhealthy, he would say something, but for the most part, like weight fluctuations and things like that, he does not care. And I, from that have learned to love myself, no matter where I'm at, growing, changing life happening, everything that's going on in the world. I've learned to give myself grace. I've learned to love myself. And I recognize that this body is the body that's gotten me through everything up to this point. And it's the body that I'm going to have until the day that I die. And I need to love it and respect it and appreciate it for what it's done and what it will do uh, for it to benefit me and continue keeping me healthy and continue keeping me moving. So I have learned to love myself a lot more than I ever did prior. What about you? So um, my freshman year of college, I was diagnosed with PCOS. Mm -hmm. So essentially what that is, is I have a shit ton of cysts all over my ovaries and it fucks with my hormones. It fucks with my weight, fertility, a whole bunch of stuff. And I've been on medicine for a while and it's been like a journey to figure out, um, a good hormone balance. Um, and I'm still figuring it out, but, um, yeah, that's what hit me. Like my freshman year of college, whenever I was working out every day, like I was training to run a half marathon. Whenever I found out that I had PCOS, I didn't have a period for six months and next, next week, we're going to talk more about periods, but so I didn't have a period for six months. I had no idea what the hell was going on with my body. And I also gained 25 pounds while working out. Yeah. While working out and eating right and being the most active I had been. Mm -hmm. And so my body fluctuates all the time. So one week I'll gain 10 pounds and next week I'll lose 10 pounds. If I look at a fucking carrot, I'll gain five pounds. (laughs) I swear. Like it's just, and a lot of it's like water weight and I'm bloated and like that kind of stuff, but it does affect you definitely whenever, you know, one week an outfit fits you nicely. And then the Mm -hmm. next week it doesn't like, it doesn't look right on you. 
So um, I have a lot of really like insecurities. Um, and whenever Devin and I started dating, I don't know, I could like fully be myself. And, um, and he always compliments me, always tells me that I'm the most beautiful thing that has ever walked this planet. And for some reason in my dumb little mind, sometimes I'm like, (laughs) today I look ugly (laughs) and I don't, we were talking about this last night. I don't give a shit who you are. Whenever you get out of the shower, you look disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) We were talking about this. You look like, what did you say? A drowned rat? Yes. Because your hair is matted down to your head because it's sopping wet. And nine times out of 10, I don't, maybe you're better than me, but I shower with my makeup on and like wash most of it off in the shower. So I've always got mascara on my face and like, you just, it's not a good look for anyone. No. And like, so over the summer, um, it was huge for me to like be out on the lake and like swim in a two-piece bathing suit without wanting to wear a t-shirt over it. Mm -hmm. And I did not care. Like I was like, you know, whatever. I felt so comfortable with you, with my friends, with my boyfriend, all this Mm -hmm. stuff telling me, dang girl, you hot all the time. And yeah, surround yourself, surrounding yourself with positive people. I mean, I can't even tell you you no matter what. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I know that we've gotten into our relationship and we've become very comfortable. So like now um hopefully I'm gonna get married in the next couple years so now I'm uh working on this wedding bod I guess and um but I don't know I feel like this summer especially really took me out of my comfort zone um feeling good about myself and like I give the majority of the credit to Devin because I just but do you ever feel like what's your take on social media with body positivity because we see like hashtag body positivity I'm like it's not that body positivity to me promotes obesity like you can't Mm -hmm. there's a certain point where your health you know your health is a big issue and that stuff but if you have curves I mean what what does body positivity mean to you Okay. So to me, body positivity means loving yourself where you're at, whether that's knowing that you need to improve, um, or wanting to work on yourself and things like that. That's completely fine. Um, it's always good to be growing, whether it's, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, any of those things, it's always good to be working on yourself. But I think body positivity is being willing to love yourself where you are, even in the midst of growing. So for me, one of the things that I have found difficult is a lot of the people that I follow right now are having babies. I don't know why. I guess it's just like baby season. Um, But a ton of people that I know are having babies. And it's like this. They've had the baby and then they on their next Instagram post, they look like they were never even pregnant. Yeah. Like, doesn't that just drive you nuts? That is some magic bullshit. Right. So... (laughs) not that that's bad, like go them. But I think that there's a lot that we start to believe about ourselves whenever we're constantly taking those things in. So there is something to be said for recognizing how seeing something like that makes you feel and being willing to unfollow that person for a little while to 
an extent that you can learn to love yourself and then maybe following them again later whenever you don't feel like you have to be super skinny or look just like them or do all the things that they do. Um, Being able to appreciate who you are and where you're at in your situation and understand that they're their own person with their own situation. I think that's really important. So yeah, Yeah. that's, that's kind of my idea on body positivity is just that where you are now is still deserving of love no matter where it is that you want to be. Yeah, I definitely um, think that social media, I mean, I know as a kid, like whenever I was in middle school, high school, I don't think that like Instagram was a huge thing whenever I was in high school. I mean, it's definitely transformed into a different type of platform, Right. <laughs> um, but we didn't really have those uh, TikTokers, the girls that are like 14 years old that look 20 like mm-hmm. all these like girls that doing do their, their makeup, makeup oh, oh my lord um but I definitely don't think that we, yeah we had that influence I don't think we had you know that to compare ourselves to we just had everybody freaking else around us you know right. and I'm sorry but whenever I was in middle school my like best shirt was an Aeropostale shirt and yeah. I sported that mofo around like you would not believe. Mm-hmm. But um, now, like, looking at my 13-year-old cousin, my 14, 15-year-old stepsister, um, I'm like, wow, you have so much to compare yourself to. And yeah. still as an adult, I mean, I follow, like, a ton of, like, influencers. And they have per- most perfect homes. They have... Mm-hmm. Um, car nice cars their children are beautiful they're always put together and like I'm you know going to school and I stay at home right now and I don't even put myself together every day right like Devin to comes extent, home we are both wearing <laughs> t-shirts that are not ours right now. I, yeah <laughs> and Devin comes home and I like am wearing the same clothes that I woke up in mm-hmm. this morning and um yeah so it's just it's all that shit is not realistic and you know maybe some of it is good for you what do you want me to say you're better than me because you are but I I think that unfollowing a lot of those accounts that really made me feel like shit about myself has helped me a lot and like I always am wondering and you know and I have this breakdown probably about once a month to Enough. am I doing enough for you um am I doing enough around the house but mm-hmm. you know and he's like yes like shut up you're so yeah. like gosh but he, they just don't get it they just don't no. get it about the a million thoughts about how I look in this top in this photo um you know yeah makes you feel yeah. about yourself and whether they will admit admit it or not guys are insecure about things as well and I was telling this story before um which I said Sebastian would probably kill me for but here I am making the decision to tell it again uh he has a freckle on the top of his knee like it looks like if he were sitting in a chair somebody just walked by and like took a marker and like dotted the top of his knee and I think that it's cute I'm probably the only person that's ever noticed it although now there's going to be more people that notice it because I've mentioned it but 
he I was telling him one day that I really think that that's cute and I really like that and he was saying that that's something that he's always been insecure about because he thought that it looked weird and like it's I mean pretty it's probably like the size of a dime so you know it's not small but there's nothing weird about it or anything like I said nobody ever notices it but it was something that he was insecure about that I liked and so just like we appreciate whenever the guys like things about us that we are insecure about or tell us that we're beautiful about things that we're insecure insecure about insecure (laughs) (laughs) we have to understand that there are also things that they're insecure about and we need to praise them as well because body positivity is a thing that women have taken ownership of but it is not something that a lot of men take ownership of yeah I mean like I said we've definitely gotten comfortable and we don't eat you know crap around here we Mm -hmm. eat well and so it is a change and like and I know sometimes Devin will hear it from people that he works with and I'm like shut up. I will attack you. <laughs> right. You know? And so your boy, your fiance is big. He's a big freaking dude. And yeah, so huge. is Devin and he is just built and I am in love with it, obviously. But right. just sometimes I'm like, like my fist is like cocked back and ready. Like, I'm like, don't you mess with my boy? Like, no. Right. But, Yeah, I definitely do think that men are insecure about things, like, in the closet, though. Like, they don't express it. They don't want you to know it. Um, I always ask Devin, so you're not insecure about anything? No, what the hell do I have to be insecure about? And I'm like, yes, because you're an all-superior being and nothing can cripple your emotions or anything like that right but um yeah I don't know being comfortable in your relationship I mean it's really the best thing like it really is I know I know I'm confident in myself what I look like I know what he thinks of me I know that he loves me I know that I am that bitch so um you know I have no doubts in that department but I will say there are some days, especially around a certain time of the month, that mm-hmm. I feel a little less confident in myself. Right. And it sucks. Like, I have so many different emotions. I don't know about you, but I do have oh, yeah. a good old emotional breakdown um, probably about yeah, once a month. Really same. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've been through years of therapy, and it, it has helped me tremendously. But I don't know that I will ever fully, fully be confident in myself. Right. It's just, you have bad days, you know? Yeah. But I'm telling you, if you see this shit on social media, just like take yourself away from it because it's. And if you're in a relationship where somebody isn't making you feel like you're that bitch all the time, get out that relationship, sis. Oh, absolutely. If, and I always tell, you know, I tell everybody, my friends, um, hell, even family, if that person is not adding to your life, that person is not meant to be in your life. And I can't even tell you how like ridiculous I feel sometimes 
that I wasted my time being treated the way I was treated to then have this man treat me above and beyond um, how I ever thought. Yeah. And I remember whenever we first started dating um, his brother, who's not here anymore, but he's, well, he's living. (laughs) (laughs) He's not living with us. Yeah. Like he was. He's home. But um, we were talking about him not having a girlfriend. We were kind of giving him shit about it or Devin was giving him shit. And I said, you know, you have a girlfriend, but can you keep a girlfriend? Like, that's the real thing. And we had been dating like six months at this time. And he was like, well, I kept you this long and you're pretty hard to please. And I said, why? And he said, because you won't take any shit. I have to be the best version of myself all the time. And I was like, wow, I have grown. (laughs) Yeah, I am doing well for myself. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. Whenever I look at myself like around 14 to now I'm like holy shit I, n- I never would have worn the stuff I wear now mm-hmm. at that age I never would have I yeah. never would have I never would feel confident to post photos or stuff like that but right exactly yeah my style has completely changed <laughs> since I was since I was you know 12 13 14 I, I- completely different even since I was in high school my style is completely different and I love it and it makes me feel confident and the wonderful thing is my fiance loves it and I don't feel like I have to wear anything for him like I get to dress for myself in what I feel confident in and he loves it and it doesn't matter you know yeah I don't get a about what why are you wearing that right oh you're gonna wear that Never. Uh, Nine times out of ten, he doesn't even realize. Slap. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. But. Oh. Okay. So share with me something that you're looking forward to that's coming up. Well, obviously, I'm looking forward to you coming to West Virginia and seeing me, um, and then going on our girls' trip. I'm really excited for that. Yes. But I'm also excited for Christmas, spending time with Devin's family. I literally bawled this morning because. Um, a family member of his commented something very nice on our profile or our picture, one of our anniversary photos. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, never getting rid of me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Can't go back now, sir. Exactly. For the record, I think they said that they love you and that you're like a perfect addition to the family. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sweet whenever you get messages like that or people say stuff like that Sebastian's sister outright told him one day after she and I had been talking we talk all the time after she and I had been talking um I'm pretty sure she texted him and was like I just want you to know that whether you and Bailey get married or not like I'm keeping her so just FYI which was super sweet yeah it's it's just it's so nice to have like a good like set of in-laws like it is honestly I couldn't have been more lucky. I really couldn't. Yeah. But um, so what are you looking forward to? Oof, I am looking forward to going out to West Virginia, getting to see you, getting to see Sebastian again, because that's been hard. We have been long distance since September, like the middle of September, and it's, ugh, I just don't enjoy it. It's never been fun, but it's especially been hard lately because 
we did spend so much time together through like COVID and things like that. So I'm excited to get to see him. And then I'm also super excited for a girl's trip and going to the beach and getting to hang out for a while and just relax and chill. Yeah, it's going to be really nice. I'm so excited for that. Devin's like, I was like, can I get a massage? And he was like, if it turns you into a new bitch, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it will. Thank you. It will. I'll be 100% different. 100% better. (laughs) But yeah, here in a couple weeks, we'll be having like a live episode. So we're really excited about that. And Mm -hmm. um, maybe a giveaway coming up here soon. So as always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Bitch and Wine, at the Bitch and Wine Podcast, um, at the Bitch and Wine Podcast on Instagram, and we're also found on Spotify. So we always like to keep updates going on Facebook and Instagram. So make sure you follow along and maybe I'll post a little uh, middle school pic on the old Facebook if I can find one. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see if we can both find one. We'll do yeah. like a then and now. Oh, lordy day. It'll be so fun. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you next week, whether you like it or not. Bye. Bye.